0: This is The Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 165, recorded on May 1st, 2014. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all of your favorite tech gadgets. that find their way into your home, news, reviews, product updates, and conversation all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the average guy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And we post a show, of course, with world class show notes each week out at the average If you have questions, comments, or contributions, you can contact the show to send me an email, Jim at the Or you can find me on Twitter, that's just at Jay Collison, Or now you can call in those questions. And actually, I mentioned last week, Kyle called in the questions, but he called one in for Cyber Frontiers. So we'll play that one on the Cyber Frontiers. The next time we do that show, but you can call those in 402-478-8450 and we'll play your question right here on the show. Love to have you do that if you got some feedback or some ideas of some things you'd like to hear on the show. And now, Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the Geeks, Geeks Network. I never say that line right. It is now a part of the Geeks Network. Find the links to this show and many other great podcasts over at the Geeks Network dot com and uh, Dave continues to upgrade that site so hopefully there'll be some uh, little working links over there when you get there. Join us in chat, watch or listen to the live show and find all the navigation in the upper right hand corner of the Average Guy dot TV. Alright, uh, a friend of the show, he's back again, Michael Crump and uh, Michael, welcome back, it's good to have
1: you. Oh, well, thank you so very much for having me back again. I'm always surprised that you invite me back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love having you on. It's it's good to have you. I um, uh, Tell me, well, let's say this. Let me Let me do some housekeeping first with you. First of all, I had David Washington on the show last week. Now, I interviewed both David and you at the Heartland Developer Conference way back last fall, I want to say. We just went through another round, another conference here in town. So Infotech 2014, Aim uh, runs that one here in town. They have since taken over the management of Heartland Developer Conference. David said he's going to be there. Are you thinking you might come back for
1: I, you? You know, um, has the call for papers actually? I,
0: I'm not sure. You
1: might want to went check. out yet because what I do is I look for the call for papers. And then I look at my schedule and see if it's crazy enough. And <laughs> if it's not that crazy, then I sign up. And uh, I just hope that they accept me.
0: <laughs> well, you probably always have a couple sessions in your in the can, right? You can just oh, yes. pull them out.
1: Oh, yes. I and, run the, and it's funny, is it like at the end of the year, like around November or December, that's usually when I'm writing um, some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about the next year, and so I have them ready to go by January the first. I'm I'm ready locked and go. And then obviously, as tech ch- changes, I mean, you know, we just had a Windows Phone uh, 8.1 SDK, you know, still so had to adapt, you know, to that. Um, obviously, so and I just am finishing a universal apps. Um, presentations. So there, you know, I have to always keep evolving, kind of, with this this technology thing yeah. that we've, we're in right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I should take a key. You know, I do, rec- um, I do recruiting for Gallup, so I go around the country, uh, college campuses. Actually, today I was on a high school campus here in Omaha. Sweet. And uh, I have some presentations that I just have ready. Right, I actually have two or three. And I, when I pop in, and I say, okay, how much time do I have? What do you want me to talk about? And and then you know do it. Can I get to the? Can I get to a projector? Those are like the three questions asked. Then based on the answers, I kind of have a presentation ready to go. Right? You just pull that up. What I need to do is I need to spend some time this summer coming up with a one or two tech oriented sessions like you do, and just have those in the can. Have the synopsis and the the uh, the syllabus or the syllabi and the you know the 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 whole the whole cassette. Whole paper submitting process is always messy, and you hate to do that. You always find out about it two days before the conference.
1: Uh, cut I copy off. and paste.
0: Yeah, and just just have it ready. Copy and paste it in. And my goal, I think, for twenty fifteen is get invited to speak in two different conferences. So that's the.
1: Oh, that's the goal
0: for twenty
1: twenty fifteen. Oh, you you could easily accomplish that. So, well, we'll You'll. I mean, easily, yeah. So I'm I'm at the point where um, I copy and paste. I use Chrome autofill um, for all of those things. <laughs> the abstracts is is actually I just keep those in a text uh, text file because a lot of the times I'm going back through and um, I may change the abstract to something else, and uh, then you know I just want to have it ready so immediately. When the call for papers comes out, I can breeze through it. And if you've spoken somewhere, like in the past, a lot of the times they still have, like, your login information. And the only thing you really have to change, you know, is um, um, maybe if you want to update, you know, a bio um, or, you know, something like that or pick. You know, so but it's, it's a fairly fairly uh, simple process after a while. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I'm thinking. Well, here's what I'm thinking is I've been really getting into Azure lately, and, uh, and cool. so I'm thinking like in, in not that not the super techy stuff, but the average guy at Azure stuff. So, you know, how to set up like web services, WordPress, you know, all these podcasting. So it fits in with what I'm doing. But you know, so it might be a session on how to support, you know, a blog and a podcast using Azure and WordPress,
1: right? Let me or tell you, like stuff like that, like, um, stuff like starting a podcast, stuff like, you know, how to, uh, s- equipment-wise, um, to, like, the blogging engines, and, like, um, um, Ghost is a very popular one, you know, that is, uh, uh, used by Azure. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of topics that could actually come out of out of something like that because yeah. people don't know what to do like how do I get my podcast on iTunes because right. iTunes is the is the big you know or I can say uh, I'm obviously a huge Apple fan as well as a Microsoft fan but um you know iTunes is where I go when I when I'm looking for a podcast I'm gonna be on a flight for the next eight hours or if I'm having to take a trip to San Francisco or wherever you know I've got a five six hour flight ahead of me um I'm looking at where, you know, iTunes downloading all the podcasts that I like. You know, these are, these are, these are the sort of things that, you know, developers that um, or, you know, any, anybody that IT pro that is looking to get into doing this sort of thing wants to know and they want the information quick. And that's why sessions do very, very well. Um, I, I created my very first soft skills talk um, this year.
0: Now, what does that mean when you say soft skills?
1: So, a soft skills talk is um, basically when the technical developer or a a technical type of person um, (laughs) creates a talk that has absolutely nothing to do with, like, um, opening Visual Studio or opening Xcode or opening some sort of IDE, um, but they create a talk that is simply on some sort of soft skills that may help a developer so a communications how to you know better communicate maybe with a manager or boss um, how to be a remote worker um, and I created one uh, that was called 11 tips to become a great developer and I had I, this is the talk you know obviously it's nothing but slides and so I have about 60 or so slides so I have about a minute a minute per slide and uh, I was actually at Orlando. Uh, when I gave the talk for the very first time and there were so many people in the room I couldn't actually walk around um, and there's a picture of it that um, that, was a, that some some guy took but um, uh, the picture that he took didn't include everybody but it still showed like a full complete room and, and I mean it was really successful and it was just on my, my own you know Top ten, top eleven list, or whatever that I come up with every once in a while, and uh, it was it was received very well there. And I've, since I've given it just one time, uh, after that, but it turned out really well.
0: If um if folks, I should have said this right up front, but uh, let's let's talk about your blog real quick, because you have a lot of uh, you put a lot of helpful stuff out at your blog. So if I wanted to find that again,
1: uh, yes. where would I
0: where do I go to find that?
1: Yes, Michael Crump net. Super easy is the very uh, is the is the place to find me, and from there you can find uh, everything everything else that I'm pretty much linked to, um, including my Twitter account, which is just at mbcrump. And I love connecting with people on uh, Twitter and and things like that. I have conversations with people that I met at a conference, um, you know, five six years ago. Um, you know, still you know. It was it may have carried on through like email, and now it's on to Twitter, and um, I mean that's that's just kind of now the go-to way to keep in touch with with people. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it really is. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually I sent some notes through Facebook today, you know, and I'm I'm if I can avoid email in a lot of ways I am, although for enterprise that is still the go-to you know go-to way to go. So. Well, I will, uh, I will need to um, – so you, you've inspired me a little bit, too, and I've been thinking about this, but I need to put that. So this summer, I'm going to put a, a presentation or two together. It's going to be – it'll probably be – so I've coined this idea of social marketing. I'm not sure if I'm the first guy to say that, but this idea of social marketing, and so it's using – it'll be something around using blogging and podcasting to improve your social marketing skills or something like that, and then we'll – We'll spend some time spinning up. I'll show folks how easy it is to spin up an Azure instance, spin up WordPress, and then the various things you can do to create your own blog and your own podcast, right, just some tips on getting that done. Then maybe out of that would spin out an in-depth on podcasting or an in-depth on blogging or an in-depth on Azure or an in-depth on WordPress. And,
1: you know? and yeah, and you know what you could actually do with that? You could actually turn that into a workshop, where um, a lot of conferences now, um, and DEF CON is a conference that um, is in Boston that's going to be at the end of May. And so I had a couple, I submitted a couple of sessions there and it was regarding um, writing your first native Android application. And they decided to combine those into a workshop instead of just multiple sessions, because they would have to keep me in the same room, try to keep the audience, etc. So they put it in a workshop, which I was actually fine with, because that means I have my own dedicated space, and I have more time. So that would be great for, the, for something like that. Yeah.
0: Do you ever get any feedback, any real negative feedback from, you know, there's always somebody in the crowd, right? It, it, that, oh, I've, oh, sure I've you had get big. lots of positive feedback, but do you get that negative stuff, too?
1: Yes, I've had negative feedback before, <laughs> absolutely. So um, what's really great is that, um, so it, it according to where you're at, the feedback is different. Um, so when I was in uh, Sweden, um, they use uh, cards, uh, or whether or there is a laptop, uh, not a laptop, an iPad, with uh, red, uh, yellow, and then green. Red if you didn't like it, obviously green if you liked it and it was the my only session that I've ever given anywhere where I had a 100 percent positive audience and then I look back at um, uh, other sessions so I had a full crowd at Orlando and it was a well-received talk it was um... they gave our ratings out and out of five it was in the high force and obviously there's always like that one person <laughs> and and he said uh, his comment was something along the lines of you know oh i thought this was going to be like how to use uh, google chrome um, uh, ex- developer tools versus what you actually talked about <laughs> in uh-huh. in my in in my when i did the talk for the second time i actually put in my slide this talk is not about <laughs> google chrome dev tools so yeah and, and the thing is is that you not only get that um, so criticism is something that you not only get you know at like the conference level um, you get that obviously on blogs and stuff like that um, and, and you know you have to eventually you know um, you, you know you have you have a thick skin, you know, after a while. You know, people people on the Internet are pretty mean, and uh, <laughs> if you allow them to kind of get to you, um, I'll never forget it. Um, I had this one guy, and this is a to- <laughs> totally truth. Um, I've even got the email still, I think. Um, he wrote me a uh, letter, and so I've been blogging for years, and he wrote me an uh, email, and he said, I hate you and everything that you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the email and I'm completely <laughs> shocked because I get a lot of positive feedback because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that you that you, you may notice if you visit my blog is that um, so I personally I don't have any ads I don't have any um, I don't have any, I don't have any, I, there's, I'm not making a dime off you of it. Don't,
0: and you don't even do affiliate links, do you?
1: No, there's no affiliate links. There's no ads. Um, there's. I, I'm completely not making a cent off of my blog. Everything that I put on there, um, all of the stuff is free. It's just for the community. It's just something that I want to do. Um, I don't feel that I have to do it. It's just something that I want to do. Um, it's just like, you know, trying to exercise and, you know, run, you know, run three times a week which has kinda of been my goal here lately You know, I do it for free and um, to get that sort of feedback it's like wow because I, I get a lot of positive stuff and um, I get a lot of things that people have found you know from years back even on blogs a blog that I don't even use anymore which is Geeks with Blogs um, people look have, have, have found links on that and sent me questions and like oh I really appreciated this article and I was like oh that's great thanks and then all of a sudden you get this and uh, yeah, so yeah, I've had I've had I've had I've had it in in a variety of forms. <laughs> I've had it on Twitter as well. Right, I've, I've right. had people really dislike things that I've said on Twitter. Um, obviously, you know, there's certain topics that I, I can't talk about on Twitter um, without really stirring up the pot. And uh, you know, even though um, what I say is not representative of. Telerik, people associate me now with that company, and so things that I say is a lot of the times tied, you know, to the company, even though I'm not a spokesperson <laughs> for the company in any way. And you can put that on your um, bio, you know, um, you know, my opinions are my own. But at the end of yeah. the day, it doesn't no, matter. They don't care. Yeah,
0: they don't care. yeah, you don't. I've been real fortunate with Gallup not to be associated too much. I mean. Uh, it, it's it's good and bad, but they haven't. Uh, people have not blamed me for things that they've seen. You know, at Gallup we do public opinion polling, and if you don't like it, uh, you you hate Gallup, and if you do like the results, you love us. And it's one of those kinds of things. You know, if if our Obama numbers are down, we're a, we're an Obama hater. But if we report something a little too far on the other side with Obama, then the Republicans jump on us, and you guys love Obama. I mean, I've seen tweets in the same. <laughs> like, you know, in the stream, one guy blaming us and one guy, you know, one guy hating us and one guy loving us for the exact same number, (laughs) you know. And it's like, hey, we we don't actually care. We're just reporting what people say, right, you know, kind of those things. But you can just just get laid, you know, you put yourself out there. This is one of those things, you know, uh, that comes under the the title, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, right? In that you put yourself out there. And many of the guys that are listening now, as I think about both in the live and if you're listening to the recorded version of it, the reason they listen to this podcast is they like to help people with their tech, right? That's kind of the crowd that I've drawn for whatever reason. If you're listening for some other reason, I'd love to know why, but most of the guys – listen because they they're the they're the neighborhood tech guy or they're the family tech guy or they're the they're the part-time tech guy or the, whatever right they just love tech well that just invites you're inviting anytime you open yourself up that way you are you are inviting people to come in and just smash you for the best intentions right i mean how many times in fact i'd love i'd love to hear from you this would be a great thing to call in so 402-478-8450 call in and tell me a time that you meant to do something good and you just got hammered for it cuz that happens right that happens way more than 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 we uh, then it should you know you're just doing something nice and you you think oh they're going to love this and then they bring the hammer down
1: yeah well so you've got somebody that says hey i've got a pc that's broken um i've got some data on it that's, that's sensitive can you help me out a little bit? bit. Uh, the next thing you know, you come over there with your USB hard disk to save the day. You pull their data off. Um, their operating system completely corrupt, so you're going to have to format it or something like that. So you format their hard drive. You get Windows or whatever installed again. And then the next thing you know, they ask you, well, where's those photos at? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I got all of the photos that you told me. They were you said they were in this directory, and I copied them all over here. You just left out all
0: my. I know. Children. I know. And you, you feel bad. I've done that before. I've lost people's pictures, you know, or whatever, and you're like, I, I I'm sorry. I did the which, best I could.
1: You know. Which, and you know what's really bad about all of that is that um I made a really bad mistake, a um, big mistake. Um. So uh, I was doing something to completely to help a local school here. Um, a local school, they didn't have really any nice computers at all. I had one PC that I had built um, for kind of it was kind of a media server, but I wasn't really using it anymore for a media server. And you know I've kind of moved on to um, um, a couple of other different types of boxes, like you know um, uh, uh, Google. Chromecast and things like that. So um, I didn't need it anymore, so I decided that I would just go ahead and format the machine. And so I formatted it. I put Windows 7 on it. I put a a valid registration key in it. I went up to the school. I helped the network people. The computer was in there. I watched the kids just get all excited. And I came back home, and I was feeling really good about that day. And I was thinking, you know – this is this is what it's all about you know that make me a saint this 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 box was you know about about you know a couple hundred bucks but I spent a lot of my own free time to help them out it was great and then the next thing that I realized was that um my son I actually had some videos of his um baby years that was only stored on that one box that I formatted (laughs) Oh, gone! You
0: lost your own pictures at that
1: point. <laughs> I lost it. Well, they yeah. were movies. They yeah. were just home movies that I had yeah. made of my son, and um, it, there was quite a few of them. And um, obviously, they're gone forever. You know, now at this point, I went back and looked and looked and looked to see where they were at. But uh, besides getting the hard drive back and seeing if I could somehow grab them from there, you know, it's going forever. And it was really bad because I I wanted to do something really good for the school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I think you start with the best intentions. Um, You know, we had, uh, you know, a home server guy, right, a home server MVP. I talk about backup all the time. I mean, if there's anybody who should never lose anything, right, it's me. And so, and I've told this story, but I'm sure we have some new listeners, and and, uh, so my wife had spent uh, weeks putting this graduation video together for my oldest, and it was, I mean, lots of pictures and music, and it was good, I mean, tears, just tears, and I mean, it was so good, and so it was on a laptop, we had taken it and played it a couple times, and it was on this laptop, and the laptop went down. And I thought, oh, well, you know, okay, it's backed up somewhere. So I start pulling it off the backup, and the home server goes down in the process. And so I'm fighting now with these two things, and and I made one mistake by formatting instead of reinstalling or whatever with the home server version one. All gone, right? Lost it completely. It's gone. Never Never to come back again. And uh, I remember at the end of the evening, I had to go upstairs and and uh, say, uh, "It's gone. It's gone. It's, <laughs> it's and you could you could recreate it, right? I mean, it's not like it's gone, gone. Some of the some of the photos were still there, but the all the work for the transitions and they were timed perfectly to the music and just gone. And it's <laughs> so heartbreaking when you do stuff like that. You're like, I'm an idiot. Why didn't I think? More clearly, when uh, yeah, so, yeah, so Lopt is saying I'm not a home server MVP. I changed since the last time I talked to you, Microsoft has changed me to a Windows expert. So now I'm oh, a, sweet! I'm a Windows expert. That doesn't really mean I know
1: anything. Well, about uh, well remember, I'm still in the Silverlot category. <laughs> and you know, by the looks of the MVP SOT, if somebody were to need Silverlot's. Services, there's only twelve left in the world, so you would think that my rate just went way up. Unfortunately, there's zero people developing. Who's calling
0: light for Silverlight at this point?
1: There's no phone calls. Yeah, I mean, this. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, no, there's nobody. It's not there. ringing.
1: It's <laughs> not ringing at all. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're done, done. They're,
0: they're, they're done with no, things. no no silver <laughs> well and i feel a little guilty about moving on to the windows expert side um especially with all the changes in windows l- l- let me just let me run this by you you're kind of a blogger podcaster with me and a lot of the listeners have been listening to me for a long time like 4 years i've done a lot of soul a lot of soul searching around podcasting over the last couple years even with blogging right you wonder you do all this blogging like we talked about you wonder is anybody out there listening you know or watching or reading whatever and, you know, we started four years ago and we started all this tech podcasting. Honestly, there was not that much out there, right? There was a little bit. There were some folks coming on, but, you know, there was like Laporte and a few others. But it has gotten so crowded in the tech space, you mm-hmm. know? it. There are so many, and especially podcasting. If you go out there now, there's so many guys who are doing what I'm doing, which is, you know, get on live on a Thursday night, find some guests to come on, find some community guys, right, that'll come on and chat about tech and stuff like that. But really, the hopes of the space is so crowded. I don't really, if I ever have any expectations of climbing over a thousand or two thousand people to listen to the podcast, I'm going to have to really work it hard, you know, to make that kind of thing happen. And so you start thinking, should I keep going? You know, because... There's so many better, or you know, I think of like a Windows Weekly, right? We spend a lot of time talking about Windows on our program. Uh, Windows Weekly, I mean, they got two of the best in the industry um, out there covering information that's already been covered. You know, uh, why are why would I regurgitate? They, you know, they do a two po- two hour podcast every week. Why would I regurgitate the same news? You know, or talk about you? You even mentioned to me, hey, let's talk about a little bit about Windows Eight Point One. Well, chances are most of the listeners have already heard that four or five times on various podcasts, you know?
1: Yeah, but you know the thing about it is that there's always, and this is what I found, there's always a big um, difference in times of opinions, and there's different types of uh, thought leadership. So Laporte and Leo Laporte and the rest of the crew, they may have their own thought leadership, but remember like those guys and some of the other ones they don't actually work at a company that may be doing some of this stuff for real life <laughs> so like even true, like true. when I, I work at Telerik um, obviously I've been at Telerik for you know several years and um, you know when you're actually out there writing the code and you're interfacing with customers I believe that you have a different view versus and and there's lots of developer podcasts and and I've been on a lot of those, those, those developer podcasts and those guys all work in different industries. So you have like the healthcare, you know, people in healthcare, you have the people, you know, that is just the consultants, you have people like me that's kind of in this weird kind of mix because, you know, I work with, third-party um, uh, UI controls and also I'll work with some of our new stuff now which is like cross-platform mobile application development and things like that and there's a lot of people in that space but um, you still you offer a different opinion versus you know some of the the bigger the bigger names and um, I'll tell you I mean to me I mean that's worth it all I mean all right
0: well, I'm not saying I'm giving up. I, yeah. Uh, you know, I love what I do. I it, it's just one of those, one of those questions. Let me throw it out to the listener, right? If you're if you're listening to this podcast, and you know, we get a we get a couple dozen that join us live, maybe a dozen or so that join us live each week. You guys, I know you guys come back every single week. I know you out there. You know, although Eddie, it's great to have you out here. We don't get to see you very often out there. But you know, Lopta and Jeff and Ken and Rennie and other Jim and and those guys that join us every single week. You guys know this, but. If you're one of the other 995, because that's I get about 1,000 every week, and you're listening to this, I would love to know. It's just one of those things. As a podcaster, every once in a while, it's great to hear from you guys and say, what do you like best? What are some things that we do here on the podcast that you – and I didn't intend to do this tonight, but it was just a perfect segue <laughs> into this. What do you like? Uh, and, and, you know – what kind of things? You can call that in, that number, 402-478-8450. Send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Send that in. A chat, if you're listening live, what do you guys like? Throw that in there. What What do you find helpful? Because it is why we do what we do, right? We're here to help people. You blog because you want to put some information out there to be helpful to people, right? And, and there's there's an advantage to you. You want to be known. I mean, everybody wants to be known and respected in what they in what they do, right? And so that's an opportunity for you to do that.
1: Absolutely, and you know, and the thing, of the the one thing that you know, I think I've i um, I talked about, I talk I talk about in my um, being a great developer, is you know, um, w- when you start blogging, you start talking, or podcasting, or whatever, you know, it's you know, showing people what you've done and what you have, um, you've worked towards. And you know you get the people that enjoy your work, and then you may get the people that don't enjoy your work and stuff like that. But um, it's missing. Well, go somewhere else, right? Exactly. <laughs> if they don't
0: like your work, why are you listening? That's the thing that cracks me up. If you don't, and I will tell people this. If they they, I get an email that's like, I don't like what you're doing. Go somewhere else. There's so many options right now. Just go somewhere else.
1: <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, so like for blogging and stuff, um, I'm a big believer. So um, I think we talked about this um, before, but, you know, I'm a big believer that like um, for technical jobs, um, uh, I- I've helped out in the past with the interview process here at the company, and I'll look more at your blog and um, GitHub. Uh, your GitHub repository and things of that nature than I ever have looked at as far as like college degrees and stuff. And um, um, you know, I, I graduated from college and stuff. But the, the thing is, is that I find that you know the guys that are blogging, um, that are you know keeping up with tech, that are you know um, writing an article or you know, be I mean it could be even just be a short post on something that they they figured out you know, a workaround to, and some of my most popular posts are not the posts that I spent, um, uh, maybe, you know, 10 hours, really 10 hours writing. I've got blog posts that, that took about that long, but they were the ones that took literally 15 minutes. Um, so like blog posts that I've found fixes for, things that, that other people have run into. Um, I had one for uh, Windows 8, 8 8.1 update where you could copy and paste a a shell script, I mean a um, a batch file, whatever, or command file if you want want to use the new stuff. And it would actually automatically update your box to Windows 8.1 update 1. And some of these blog posts did really, really well. And I literally wrote them like, you know, sitting on the couch, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night, and I'm just writing it because I, I know I'm not going to remember how to do it uh, two weeks from now. And I write it for myself, and the next thing I know, some of it I don't even tweet, and other people pick it up, and it just goes crazy. I mean, you know, that's yeah. been kind of the story of, of, of yeah. my, my whole.
0: No, you know, it's really interesting. You, you say that, right? And you say it's something you wrote at 10 o'clock at night. One, I'll say about two years ago, um, yeah, it was about two, maybe even three, um, I was, I needed to do something and I, I was, um, what was it? So I think Windows Live Essentials had just come out and Windows 7 had just come out. And so I wrote a quick little post about blogging on Windows 7 with Windows Live Essentials. And it's a quick little post, a couple screenshots. There were some things, there were some quirky things about it that I wrote about. I literally wrote it uh, about 30 minutes before a home server show. I mean, I just sat down and not even for the show, right? It was one of those things like you said. I wanted to remember it. I, I knew I would probably forget it if I didn't get this. You know, it was one of those quirky things. I thought, well, maybe somebody else will will benefit from this. And I think on the, on my site, it's called, you know, blogging on Windows 7 with Windows Live Writer 2012 or something like that, right? And I posted it. I didn't even think twice about it. You know, that has been my number three or number four post every month since I posted it. Oh, it's yeah. Just, right? I mean, something so simple, you think, oh, this is just for me, gets picked up and, and it, it gets read all the time. It's crazy.
1: I did. I did one that was on SQL Server. um, So I'm working right now with SQL Server uh, 2014, but I'm not working with it on a as on a production level. I'm working on it as I'm uh, doing a prototype. I'm writing a prototype, and um, so I needed to install it. But I needed to install it on Windows 8, which you know you can install it on Windows 8. Obviously, there's you know. <laughs> dedicated uh, operating systems that that's probably more um, optimized for but um, I needed to install it there was an error that pops up and I reported the error on my blog um, and just one workaround. On Twitter, a whole bunch of people got involved and they got down to the very bottom of it of what was actually causing the error on Windows 8.1 update 1, Install in SQL Server Standard Edition, and um, so I had a workaround. They provided another workaround. I didn't even blog about it because mine was fine. <laughs> it worked for me and and for what I needed, and uh, I was able to do my work that I needed to do at uh, Telerik. But um, it was one of those things, you know, I, I just those small posts they get picked up, and yeah. ev- everybody should do it. Everybody should have a blog. I mean, now is so cheap I mean you know even if you just if you just go to WordPress and you get your free WordPress account and you buy a domain uh, at namecheap.com for $10 a year um that's really all that you need I mean you'll have ads obviously if you just use WordPress. Well, you can
0: do you can use Azure though in WordPress yep. and WordPress completely free with no ads right? yeah you're gonna get an Azure URL it's gonna be you know whatever you name it dot Azure website Azure and websites. Ads, right yeah. well, Still, that URL doesn't really... You can still do a hard redirect in your DNS, you know, your provider, your host provider, your, uh, like, Hover is who I use. Yes. But you can do a hard redirect for that, and, and, and folks will find it. I mean, I, what's here's here's another thing that's amazing to me. Right? So uh, seven years ago, I started three different enterprise blogs, and that, that those were kind of the genesis of the blogs that I have today, right? And they were all Blogspot blogs, so it was like the average guy... I think it was, one was like jim the average guy dot blogs dot blogspot mm-hmm. One was like the average tech guy dot blog, something like that. These these three blogs. Every once in a while, one of those still gets hit still gets hit. Right? I'll get a note or somebody will even worse, somebody subscribes to it. Oh yes. <laughs> I haven't updated it in five years.
1: I have uh, a blog spot, I have a geeks with blog account. And then I decided to roll my own um, with Funnel Web, which is what I use right now. Um, Funnel Web is an MVC3 open source blog engine. And really, if I could kind of go back in time, I went with an open source um, uh, project. Obviously, WordPress is open source as well. But I went with Funnel Web at the time because I really liked the flexibility of being able to change the blog engine any way that I wanted to, um, because I already knew what I was doing, and with WordPress there was still a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Um, uh, I didn't know how to configure. So um, today, if I could go back in time, I would probably go back with um, a WordPress-based personal blog um like a personal blog to me it doesn't need the the power behind like a blog that's going to get like crazy 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 amounts of traffic that needs like a real cms you know or something like that so um so, yeah so anyway
0: are you saying wordpress isn't a real cms
1: <laughs> is that what you just said. No, it's, uh, no, Word WordPress is is really oh, really a live yeah. right now.
0: Michael Crump says WordPress is not a real CMS. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a new Twitter account, Twitter account called Michael Crump cares.
1: <laughs> you know, when I really think of CMS is and it's and it's not because I work I work here, but um Sitefinity is is one CMS obviously it is by Telerik, um, you know, it's with one of those that I've, I I I use you know on on a daily basis. Um, so we use our own stuff you know for our internal blogs. Um, so I use it. I've seen the mobile capabilities of it, and you know we get a lot of traffic, and um, getting that amount of traffic. I believe you really need something a lot more powerful than funnel web now I, like I said I haven't done the comparison with WordPress <laughs> but I can say that I, oh, I, I would how you
0: really feel about WordPress
1: I would I would feel I would feel confident um,
0: yeah but I think you're right the average guy uh, and that's why we call this the average guy right that's why the site is it's I really try to create a site for the average person the average guy or gal, right? Uh, gals included. <laughs> we don't, we don't get many gals, but uh, for the average guy, the average guy, for the most part, WordPress is fine, right? If you're going to create your own your absolutely site, and and I would, you know, it's a it's a great exercise. I um, you know, I have two, right? I have theaverageguy.tv, which most of you know. If you're listening right now, you know that, right? That's how you get all this tech information, but. A while back, I started a blog called theaverageguy.me, and it's just my personal blog, right? So for 15 bucks or 20 whatever the ME you know, domain is, whatever that is, a year, I have theaverageguy.me, and that's my running stuff. So for me, every every time I do a race, I scan in the race bib, I put that on the site, I, I write up a little stuff about it, and when you're writing it up, you're like, this is so dumb, I'm going to remember this. You don't, right? Because... Last year I was, so I was uh, filling in a bunch this weekend and uh, I was catching up. I got about three races behind and I was catching up. And like you said, like you write this stuff down to remember it. You do forget it. And I was going back to some posts from a year ago and I was like, oh, holy crap. I, I forgot that that had happened at that race or I forgot. The, and, and it's such a nice, you know, uh, guys used to give me a hard time. Oh, it's, you know, diary. You're a blogger. You're just writing in a diary. Well, that's kind of what it is but it's a good reminder if you want to go back and remember some of those things. A blog is, and you don't, by the way, you say you don't have to share it and in WordPress you don't even have to share it to, to Google. You can click that off and say don't share this with search engines. It'll
1: yeah, so, just be for you. Yeah, you. yeah, and that's the same way with funnel web. I mean you can shut it off where all of the meta tags uh, completely disappear. So if a search engine kind of crawls it, I mean they're just crawling it for, you know, regular random text, um, and, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of it. But, um, yeah, so I, I really, I can't remember things. I mean, literally after, right now I deal with so much different tech. So, um, for example, um, I'll be at TechEd in two weeks. Uh, this is in Houston. And I'll be at TechEd and I'll be at a user group talking about universal uh, Windows apps. Um two weeks from then I'll be in Boston talking about how to build native Android apps. One week from then I will be at WWDC, I'll be at AltConf talking about how to build native iOS apps.
0: Have you ever got any work done for Telarac?
1: No, this is for Telarac. <laughs> it's, it's like I mean, it's it's uh, it,
0: you know, you speak a lot, but you you work for them as well, right? I mean, or is your
1: one hundred percent? I'm yeah. full full time, one hundred percent full time. Yeah. So yeah, it is it is very hard to get a lot of other things done. Um, obviously, you know. <laughs> The mornings, you know, uh, first thing, you know, I, I, I always do it and I probably shouldn't, but I look at emails and I look at which ones that, you know, I can answer immediately or which ones, you know, are going to require a little bit more time. Um, but I kind of plan out my day. And then um, if I need to just disconnect, sometimes I have to close Twitter, sometimes I have to close Link. Um, I'd usually keep Skype open all day long because that's the way that I've always tell people you can reach me on skype um you can you can find me there I have a premium account it has call forwarding so it goes to my cell phone even if you can't find me find me on there but I'll turn off everything if I have to um, in order to to concentrate, and I also, you know, I work, you know, where I if if I need three hours for something, I'll block it off on my calendar, and I devote those three hours to it, and I just close Outlook. So the distractions, and also remember, I do have the benefit of being a remote worker, so um, I don't have bys. <laughs> yeah,
0: you don't have people coming by bothering you. As hey, a, you, you got a minute?
1: Yeah. So yeah. what? When I close out of Link, that disconnects me from the company. <laughs> they can reach me through Skype, obviously, or they can call my cell phone, or we have other programs that we use internally that that they can catch me on. But um, I I don't have the person that comes by my cubicle that's that, that completely screws me up for you know thirty minutes to an hour. Um, obviously, you know if I'm on one of the other uh, company um uh, networks then somebody will probably they may pull me into something but most of the time being a remote worker you can you can stop some of that and you can also you know just block out those things and say hey I'm busy I'm busy for these these three hours or whatever and um you know that's that's kinda how I that's kinda how I'm able to get other things done because like even tomorrow I mean I have my whole day planned out tomorrow Starting from like in the morning, um, like today, I had I had almost every hour planned out for today. And I even had this, uh, our call tonight, logged as time that this is going to be my time with this. And uh, the ones that's after five, I actually send my wife a meeting invite.
0: That's a great idea. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> if you want accountability, that's a great idea.
1: I sent her a meeting invite where she actually sees, um, okay, so Michael, um, I need you for this day, and if like I'm going to TechEd, I'm leaving on a Sunday, which is Mother's Day, so I've got to make it up with my mom on Saturday. But um, so on that one, for example, I sent that to uh, send that to my wife. She knows exactly what time my flight leaves, what time I get back. Um, so she, she's she got that info mm-hmm. that works out very very well like tonight it was you know she knows where I'm at when, I'm, when I visit different podcasts and chat with different people in the community she knows oh, okay well on this night um, Michael's doing this so um, and then I do, I do local user groups to you know just whatever you know whatever pops up or I may even actually get to sneak out and watch a movie um, that she doesn't want to watch now, we have our date nights, but um, there, is, uh, there is a really good movie uh, coming out, Sin City uh, 2, <laughs> part 2, with uh, Frank Miller. And I'm a big Frank Miller fan of uh, his work, so um, that's one of those movies that uh, I'll just sneak out to.
0: Yeah. Well, it's good to get away. It's good. That's a great idea. I think that's a great tip too. You know, a lot of guys ask me, how do you do, how do you do so many podcasts, right? Because it's, I'm on a lot, right? I mean, I'm on. I I see
1: your, I see your tweets. Yeah. (laughs) I see your tweets.
0: I'm on a lot and probably more than I should be. But, you know, Tuesday nights with Dave uh, over at homeservershow.com and and we're kind of down to every other week now. That's, uh, that's kind of in our schedule every week, faithfully for the most part, about fifty weeks a year here. And then I started a Saturday morning podcast with Dave Jackson, uh, Ask the Podcast Coach, where we and that, I'm really enjoying that one uh, over at uh, SchoolPodcasting.com. And cool. then work kicked up, right? So work podcasting has kicked up. So if you go to coaching.gallop.com, you'll see all the gallop. And Michael, I got to be honest with you: podcasting with two hundred people live, and guys, you know, no offense to the guys we have in the live chat room. You, you guys. I know you guys better than I know almost anybody out in the chat, and and it's fun. I that's the right reason I come out on Thursday nights. But it's a whole different feel with 200 in chat, or 400 in chat, or 600 live than it is when you have, you know, when it's just when it's just the family that has come in. But back to the point, uh, people have asked me, you know, how do you do so much? And, and one, I clear everything with Sarah, so she knows. Like Thursday nights are standing, right? Tuesday nights now, standing. She knows I've got those those nights I'm using that stuff. And she's, she's and we've been married 25 years, and you, know, you find other things to do. <laughs> We're just not that interesting anymore. So, you know, you do those kinds of things. I don't have young kids, right? My kids are older. They take care of themselves for the most part. They're, they're hanging out up there. And so it allows me, and then I try to get super efficient with my podcast, right? Two of them that I'm on, I don't even produce. I just jump on, talk, and leave. And on the home server show lately, I don't See, do that much talking.
1: That's the way I roll. <laughs> yeah, right. You
0: know on, right. You don't have to do. And then you you do a nice job of cross promoting, right? Every time you're on here, oh, Peter,
1: absolutely.
0: You put that on, and, and your YouTube videos do really really well when we put them
1: out uh, there. I was on one with um, uh, I think it was a uh, gosh, I always butcher the name, but uh, it's it's in Australia and SXX... I don't want to look it up because it's going to embarrass South, me. South by Southwest. No, it's yeah. not them. Um, it's, uh, I think it was SSX. Mm. We'll see. Anyway, you I will, your sign up. Or I will. I was going to say, I usually post whenever um, I'm, I'm on somewhere, but um, uh, I was on uh, SSW. That's it. There you go. I was on SSW. This was January the 10th um, of. Oh yeah, year. we
0: talked about that the last time you were yeah, on. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and so the, like, that one, I mean, you know, it, it was great, you know, you get on, you know, you chat, and they had a ton of, um. <laughs> I probably don't want me tell me this, but they had a ton of um problems with audio, <laughs> video, and we restarted like multiple times throughout it, and so we would continue. Conversations where, um, uh, like, we were talk, and then um, 20 minutes later, um, they would say we lost all that audio. Oh, <laughs> can we re-record that? Oh, and so, and so we're re-recording over and over and over. And so I'm talking to the they had an editing guy that was there, and I was like, I feel so sorry for you because when you get all of this footage and you've got to piece all of this together. I was like, this is going to be brutal. And needless to say, I mean, I watched, you know, I can't say that I watch all of the stuff that I'm on, um, but I watched parts of it and it flowed as if. It was one continuous conversation, and it was probably about twenty <laughs> different conversations.
0: Yeah, I it was probably about three hours worth of editing. To just, uh, you know, to, 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 people have no idea what it takes. You know, when we talk about podcasting and the the amount of effort for both video and audio, you know, it's the rendering. I mean, I I start this process on Friday night by downloading the video, and it takes. You know, it takes a few minutes maybe five minutes to get that downloaded but then I've got to load that into our video editor that runs for about 30 minutes while it renders all that and adjusts the sound and does all that stuff and then video editing is very complicated so and I so, don't do very much
1: you know? see uh, and so um, I started earlier um, I think it was may have been mid of last year mid, mid last year um, I started doing plural courses and so I have two Plural site courses that I've released and so with Pluralsight you do your own video editing and uh, you know you produce your course um, uh, you know you produce your course and basically um, you can take different types of payment options they're really great about royalties and things of that nature and I decided you know hey you know I want to enter the Pluralsight space um, needless to say uh, I really knew nothing about video editing and the painful, brutal process that that was going to be. So I learned very quickly. So I have released one course this year and I've been pinged about uh, doing another course and I'm kind of like, hmm, let me think about that just a little bit. You know, it's different. It's totally different when you can, when you just hand it off to somebody else and let them do it.
0: Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> totally, it's totally different. Let me let me tell you. So, you know, we started the show by talking about Infotech and Heartland Developer Conference, and I actually met you last fall at the Heartland Developer Conference, and I did 16 or 17 videos at the Heartland Developer Conference. And they, you'd think, okay, well, you know, let's, let's get those produced and up. Well, it's about 45 minutes to an hour per post to get those downloaded, edited, put up, bio information, session information, your links, and then post it. And, you know, last year with Heartland Developer, I got so busy I just punted. Those just stayed out in a YouTube list somewhere. I never did anything with them Uh, Had you guys send me some information, like I updated yours, you were good to get back to me. Not a lot of people did, so those videos just sit out there. But this time for Infotech, and in the fall when we do Heartland Developer Conference this year, I really tried to make a run at okay. If I'm one, I limited myself to about 15 videos, so I wouldn't get too many, because you can do yeah, I can do 10 in a day, and 20 is way too many. And I try to get 12 to 15 in there. But two. Every night, just produce one. And so, if you go out to theaverageguy.tv/infoTech, I-N-F-O-T-E-C 2014, that is um, that's uh, where I've been posting at least all the very Since I've been making individual posts for each one of them, there's actually some really good interviews out there. So, guys, if you're listening, you're looking, you need a little more content. They're only 20 minutes. They're only on YouTube. I did, I did not make, I didn't make audio for them because that's a whole nother process. I, they're not in a feed. You have to go out to the site and get them right. But if you got some time, head out there, give me some feedback on them there there but that's people those things I mean again, one a night is kind of what I've been doing one or two a night and you really got to commit to this stuff, some of this stuff if you're gonna go all end up. I think with the blog, you don't it, it, the, the commitment drops a little bit if you're gonna just do some writing and you can you can drop that stuff in there. Let me before we go any farther, we did get some feedback uh, from the chat room and I do want to get that in there because I appreciate when you guys say nice things. Uh, about us and um, uh, so let me pull that up. It says, so Jeff left a real nice comment. I was asking about why I podcast and so Jeff Jeff uh, Bundy says, Jim, your, uh, you and your guests and your program are authentic so I appreciate that. Um, uh, very transparent, you're very genuine and you, have been, you haven't been bought by any products or services. Now uh, Michael, you mentioned you don't have any ads on your site I have one ad space, and then actually, if you go to the theaverageguy.tv, in the very top, there's a rotating ad space up there. Actually, that's for Christian, so he hosts my site. Any money we make off that Google AdSense ad, he gets. And it was a great way of kind of uh, revenue or ad sharing with him, and allowed, you know, and that sure. makes ten or fifteen bucks a month. If you're ever on my site, and if you just click that ad, you know, Christian makes a little bit of money. So you could do sure. that. That would be wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Um, for us. So one rotating ad site that's on there, but I don't, I'm not bot. You're not either, right? If you like a product, you say it. If you don't like it, you don't like it, right? Because you don't have, I never wanted, this is why I did the Average Guy Tech Scholarship Fund with Amazon. I wanted to buy the gear and just send it out. I didn't want to hound the vendors for crap. Now, We've talked about this before. Yeah. They just send you stuff,
1: right? You don't. Yes, necessarily. <laughs> I get that. I, I get stuff in the mail, and um, whenever I get those those items in the mail, um, so I'm given those in the mail. But a lot of the times, it's kind of expected for me to say really nice things about it. And so, um, you know, um, even though like, um, so um, uh, I think we talked about uh, the fire. Fox OS. Oh,
0: phone. Yeah,
1: yeah. so... Um, the
0: last one left in the country that you got
1: right there? So, <laughs> this was one that was sent to me, and we've actually done some stuff with it and everything like that. But, you know, the thing was, was that there was really no expectation that I would, um, you know, say this is an excellent product. Everybody should drop their iPhones, their Windows phone, their... Um, uh, Android phones and go buy this. Um, I blogged about it, but I blogged a lot of pictures about it. Um, obviously, I talked a little bit about the development part of it. But, um, yeah, so I do get those other ones. Um, there there has been a company that I guess will remain nameless that uh, sent me something and totally expected a good review. And if I didn't give them a good review, that they would no longer be sending me anything. So I just kind of responded back to them that, you know, hey, if I like your product, then I'm going to say good things about it. You know, if um, if I don't like it, then why would I, I mean, you know, say this is great unless I totally want to sell out, which if I do that, then people don't trust me, and then when people don't trust right. me, yeah, they leave me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that been the thread through the comments, right, is that we don't, we're not bought, right? We're not always trying to push product. And one of the advantages for this tech scholarship fund that we do, you know, if they purchase on Amazon and use our link, then I turn those funds around and buy stuff for folks to to review or I buy stuff and review it myself, right? It's one of those, it's one of those kinds of things. I haven't had a lot of time to review, but I've been buying stuff, but that's, that's what we do. Now I feel a lot more, I feel a lot better about it when I buy it, you know? <laughs> Than when somebody sends it to me and it just feels cleaner and it just feels you know we've we've reviewed I've reviewed and I bought this phone this wasn't sent to me I bought this I bought this Android phone this was right I we did a battery Eddie Ramirez in chat was just saying he bought the battery we talked about power rocks uh, oh weeks ago now they didn't send me any gear we did send some gear out to one of the listeners to review that I didn't review somebody else did and he gave it a review but even then, when they sent it, I felt like, ah, let's just let me buy it. You know, yeah. let me buy it so that there's no obligation.
1: And, and I mean, so uh, Pebble, um, you know, Pebble watches, um, that's another one that I've, I have really enjoyed at the beginning, but today I don't wear it anymore. I don't use it. Um, a lot of those reasons are because it it just completely kills my Bluetooth. And then, of course, they made a new Pebble watch that was the still version. Um, you can change the bands. I know with the, the, the first-generation version, what I've got. But, you know, it was one of those things that, um, you know, I bought it myself. So I can obviously, you know, go back to Twitter, and I can tell people, you know, this was crap.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, you, And I don't feel bad about that.
1: Exactly. You know, I do feel I mean,
0: bad if I bought it and it sucks. <laughs> you say it, and you, you just—it's—I—I it, I think it's sometimes it's disingenuine. We've all done, and I've done it too. I've had I've had stuff sent to me that I've reviewed. So you know, I'm not calling the pot calling the kettle black, but <laughs> it's so much easier when you are in a position where you just buy it and not have people send it to you, or you know, like you do, you you say, hey, look, I'm—it's going to be what it's going to be, and then they'll it's, stop. They'll probably stop sending it to you at that
1: point. We so that company when I told them that they have never sent me anything since, and what's really bad about that is that um, I actually had positive things to say, and they were sending me gear that was worth about a grand. So I would have liked to have continued the relationship, but um, obviously I'm not going to say everything that. They produce is perfect and wonderful and great and all. I mean, you know, uh, nothing that I produce is <laughs> always going to be great and yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, you know.
0: Yeah, that's one of those things. Oh, we, the, the, another comment that we got out of the chat, well, too, was, you know, uh, I named this The Average Guy Podcaster, the network The Average Guy, because I really want, I feel like I'm an average guy. Like, I think in a development, Arena, you're above average, right? You're a really good developer. I could never do a lot of the things you do. But there's a lot of guys like me who just marvel at, wow, look at all that. You know, I wanted a podcast that got down for the average guy, right? What is. And so we ask that question a lot here on the show. So what does this mean for the average guy? It was just really convenient that, you know, that it worked out that way. But so uh, that was another comment from chat. You know, we try and get average guy stuff in here. And I think. Michael, you've done a nice job in the three times I've had you on of really keeping it at, for the average tech guy, right? We get a little techie, probably probably a little more than we should, but you keep it nice uh, nice and level. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's that thing, you know, so one thing that I want that to just say straight up is that um, there's a great post um, by uh, Scott Hanselman, uh, which is a uh, developer. Um, some mm-hmm. Have probably have heard his name. Uh, He's he's fairly well known in the Microsoft development community, and it's about being a phony. And you know he talked about himself, and I'll just say this: I mean, I've never ever ever felt like I was an exceptional like coder, programmer, developer, or anything like that. Because everywhere I have been in my life, I've always found somebody that um, was better and smarter. And knew more than me. And what I have always done, my strategy is to attach on to those people. <laughs> and me like too. It,
0: me too, by the way, find people smarter than myself in interview. Oh, them. that's what we do. Here.
1: Well, at work, so it, you know, at work, um, I'm surrounded by the absolute best of the best. I mean, the people that I work with are on the jQuery team, which you know is used absolutely everywhere. Uh, the, a lot of the people are ex uh, Microsoft employees that have had big roles in Microsoft um, to other people that have started uh, or had several startups that were very successful. They were even sold to major companies like Google and I work with these people and I chat with these people every day and I learned so much from them and um, I remember when I worked um, when I worked locally. You know, when I was in a meeting and every single person um, was kind of looking at me to give the answer. I knew pretty much immediately at that point that it was kind of time for me to move on, because I really believe that where you work. Um, it's a good thing to be one of the dumbest guys in the room (laughs) because you will grow and grow and grow. And, you know, my three years that I've been at Telerik, um, you know, I can say that obviously I've been promoted, you know, and, and things of that nature. And there's a lot of, lot of guys that's on the teams that, uh, you know, well worthy of, 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 things of that nature and that will be coming to them um, but you know being surrounded by smart people is good and it's it's good to be you know the guy that's on the in the meeting or on a conference call or whatever and be completely confused about <laughs> like what are they even talking about because um you know there's 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 a uh, there was a saying that was a, something that um, I saw on LinkedIn and it was said something to the effect of um, you know if somebody asks you to do something answer yes, and then figure out how to do it later And that's something that I believe that I do almost every single day <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, right on right on.
0: It's because we tend to want to go um, No, can't you yeah. know I, I can't I can't do it. It's there's no way especially in IT you know, it's funny. We're in Omaha, right? That's where I live in Omaha And, and some, I've worked in some places where they've called, you know, whenever, especially when it's around the United States and they're calling back in, they're like, are you guys Nomaha? You know, like, cause we would say no so much to things, you know, and, and we have that rep in IT and I think you're right. I'm building this learning studio at Gallup that I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, some of it's all going to be based on what we do with podcasting, so it'd be cool, but there's obviously some things that I don't know anything about and I just think, well, you know, when I get there, I'll figure it out.
1: And mm-hmm. that that really is the way to look at it. And um, I had a slide in my presentation. And so before, um, I can say that I looked at things maybe as like a problem when I really should be looking at them as an opportunity, mm-hmm. an opportunity to grow. And that I found um, – so for example, if you had told me um, three years ago that I would be – um, writing Objective C, uh, iOS, and speaking at a conference that really has the elite um, iOS developer. I would say you're completely out of your mind. And when uh, you know when when it came you know when the opportunity came up, it was like you know well who wants to cover this or who can cover this, and I volunteered immediately having no clue. I didn't even own a Mac, and I volunteered to write code to run (laughs) on these devices, and I didn't even own a Mac. And, um, you know, that was...
0: uh, It it puts you in an opportunity sometimes, and you can... I mean, you can burn yourself too, right? I mean, in you can. Situation. You can get a little too deep, but it's you know, it's one of those things that you you've got to take some risks. I think associated and say, yeah, I'm going to try something, even though I have no guarantee it's going to work. I mean, when we started podcasting at Gallup, I knew how to podcast. I didn't know if it was going to work in the enterprise, right? I didn't know if they would trust me enough to to let it run in the enterprise, and it's done very very well. You know, I'm building this learning studio. Nobody knows what this thing's going to look like. Well, I mean, we and- keep, you know, we keep adding people. Uh, pieces to it, and I just keep hoping, well, I just hope it gets to live another day. <laughs> you know, another day.
1: Well, and you know, it's, so you add on this stuff, and so you're adding on additional skills, right? and you're adding on additional worth that you are for your company and for yourself. And, you know, we all know that, you know, you always have to invest in yourself and in your own, you know, things that, you know... Y- you're passionate, you care about, and things of, of that nature. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, just, anyway, that's just what I've, well, I've done. I, I think
0: it's a good point. Uh, you know, Kevin Schoonover, one of the guys in our community, he's been on the podcast a lot lately, and I just really value his opinion, super smart guy. And I too, right? I just surround myself with smarter people than, than me. But Kevin uh, stepped out. You know, we we all on the home server side, We've a lot of us have bought those Gen 8, those HP Gen 8 boxes that, we're turning into home servers for whatever reason, and he came up with this metal plate that would extend the functionality of the hardware, so you could put two additional drives in there in a place that wasn't meant for the drives, right? And he had it designed and fabricated, and he and and then he he had him he went you know had it sent to a sheet metal shop, and they made oh, wow how many of them, and he sold them, right? You think wow what a I mean that's not his job right that's not what he does but he saw what needed to be done, wanted to learn something new. I bet he learned a ton of stuff through it, right? He just was, you just oh, yeah. can't, you can't be afraid.
1: Right? Oh, you and, to, and hmm. you can't, you can't yeah. be afraid. And the thing about it is that, um, so we always underestimate what we're actually capable of. So, and nothing will like um, kickstart you. Except for when you really need to do it, so um, my daughter um, my daughter um uh, had a lightsaber, and um, so did my son, and so obviously um, well my children are uh, six and four, so they were fighting with each other with it just like I completely trained them to do. And so <laughs> they're having a battle. Obviously, you know, I'm helping the 4-year-old. She needs a little help here and there. And so um my son just whacks the stick pretty hard and uh whacks the lights the other lightsaber and the light goes out. So um so my daughter obviously wants her lightsaber working again. Dad's to the rescue. So what do I do? I come downstairs and I find my soldering gun and <laughs> I open that thing up not knowing nothing about it at all. And I haven't soldered something since I was like 17 years old. And um so needless to say, I have zero you know, no experience or haven't had experience in all these years. And, you know, I'm able to put it back together and, and make it light up again and, you know, put it all back. And she's completely happy. But it's a lot of things like that, you know, things that originally – so let me just put it like this. If it had been my lightsaber and it had a broken, I would have more than likely tossed it and the next time I was at the store just bought another one. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have even attempted it no.
0: well and I think there's lots of opportunities you know if I'm speaking to 90% of my demographic which is guys like you and me right kids older and their kids are older whatever but that's our demographic uh, I think we know there's nothing that makes you work harder than being a dad right? <laughs> or being a mom
1: Yeah, oh. in
0: that case and, and it, you know you find things to do but I find stuff at work all the time like that of opportunities and you know, I'm gonna name this the Soft Skills Podcast because you, you, you mentioned that earlier in the podcast and really all we've talked about. Uh, you you know, we we jumped on here, had a few things to talk about that were gonna be tech related, but we ended up and this is fine. I'm I'm actually really glad we went down this path, talking about some of the soft skills needed and what in some of the things we're doing around technology and not being afraid. I think of you know, Rich O'Neill, who you don't know, but Rich has been a part of the community for a long time and you know, Rich has stepped out. Uh, his current—I no, shouldn't say stepped out, but has stepped out of his comfort zone—and is doing some things with an internship and really trying to change his career. Uh, I, I think I think I'm safe to say that. Uh, Rich, if I not, sorry. But really working on an, some IT stuff, and it's been hard and it's been uncomfortable. We haven't seen a lot of Rich in our community because of it. He's been really, really busy working in school, but he's taken bull by the horns and, and he's going after it. And uh, and I think sometimes that's. In the tech arena, if we're not satisfied with what we're doing, I, I think you got to take the bull by the horns and and uh, make some things happen. You mentioned, you know, doing some iOS development. Yeah, f- uh, starting podcasting at work or doing some recruiting. Uh, you know, they didn't hire me to do recruiting at work, but uh, I I found out I was pretty good at it, and uh, and so I started doing it, and it's worked out. You know, we've developed a college internship program and a high school internship program, and and it's turned out really really well. So, well, uh. Michael, let me cut us off at that point. Uh, I, we're going to run over on time. Okay, just not really. Stay around for the post show. We're going to talk. We'll, we can talk a little bit more in the post show. Let me wrap up the live portion because I do need to put this out uh, a, a recorded version of it. And the longer it is, the harder it is <laughs> for me sense. to get out there. So let me let me wrap things up and uh, and let me just say this. Um, uh, y- let me just say this. I appreciate you, the listener out there who listens to this each and every week, I don't say thanks enough uh, for you guys for downloading it, for you guys to listen to it, for you guys supporting the AverageGuy.tv Tech Scholarship Fund, you know just using the AverageGuy.tv slash Amazon is is the way you do that, set a bookmark. We're actually going to set a record month, which is crazy that April was a record month. I thought December would be that, but April uh, was a record month and so you guys continue to do that and support the podcast and that way we turn those dollars around and like I said either we purchase it for somebody who wants something or I purchase something and and review that uh, technology as well or do some upgrades you know to keep the podcast alive every once in a while I need to do buy new things like cameras and stuff and so to continue what we do from a podcast perspective your support uh, I, I always appreciate that you guys use you don't have to use that link but you do and I appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we did a bunch of Infotech videos. And if you want to see something different, it's still me doing the interviews, but there's so many different things. Uh, as an example, I just released one where we talked about patent trolls. And I had three patent attorneys. How often, Michael, do you get to talk to cool. three patent attorneys who specialize in technology? Doesn't happen ever, right? I got the opportunity, 20 minutes, very interesting That's uh, very conversation. Cool. Yeah, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash... Infotech, I-N-F-O-T-E-C, 2014. That link will be in the show notes. And right now, as of this recording on May 1st, I have about eight of those done. I'll have about another, I think I have another eight more to go, including one of the keynotes that's coming up, Matthew Monahan. He'll be coming out here in the next day or two. So you can head out and do that. I am contemplating, we mentioned Azure, one of those projects, Michael, that I don't, I'm not supposed to be doing because I don't know how to do it. But one of the things I'm going to do is, is set up a web service on Azure that will allow me to actually stream video. So some of you have asked me, hey, we'd really love to have downloadable video. Today you have to get it through YouTube if you want to get it. And I've ever since the beginning, I said I'm never going to provide a video RSS feed. It's just too hard. It's too much work. It's too expensive. Well, Azure did a little thing this week by dropping their storage prices by 65%. Right? Just woo. Wow. 65% off the top at Azure, and I thought, okay, if there was ever a time to try this, I'm going to try it now. So, over the next couple weeks, hopefully, I will be setting up a web service out there as well as a storage container that I will be dropping these, um, you know, these videos that we're going to make. I'm going to crunch them down so they're not too big, and you can, uh, and I'll give you a separate RSS feed that you can grab. And so if you're interested in getting the RSS feed that's video, Tim Kimperley would be one who asked me for that particularly. And a few of you have over the last couple of years. And I've always said, sorry, not going to do it. I am going to try. Kind of watch the site or send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. And, and, uh, I'll try and let you in on that and we'll see how it how it goes. I'm not guaranteeing anything. If it gets really expensive, I may not be able to afford it. But I want to do it on Azure because I wanna that's the only way I'm gonna figure this thing out, right? And that I'm gonna add that to that seminar, that standing, you know, seminar topic that I'm gonna put together and that will be one of those things that I can talk about when I go on my tour, my conference tour with Michael. Hey, maybe you and me, rock stars, after hey.
1: Hey, I'm game.
0: (laughs) On the the circuit, uh, hitting all the big ones like
1: WWDC and stuff. I'm game. You know, I just went and (laughs) checked HDC looking for their uh, dates. Uh, It does not say when they are actually having it. Do you Uh, know?
0: I'm not sure they know yet. So, yeah, exactly. You know what? I got an email. Hold on. Let me see.
1: I was going to say it's not Um, on their site right uh, now. then,
0: Then it's probably not official yet.
1: So if um, they, you they, say it they a, then they're going to get all mad at
0: you. I have and I won't. But they have a new company. <laughs> they have a new company that's running HDC
1: this. AIM.
0: Show. Yep. AIM out of Omaha. AIM. Yeah. The AIM Institute. They're the same ones that do Infotech. So and we have a I kind of have wrapped up the exclusive rights <laughs> without signing a thing. I have wrapped up the exclusive rights to podcasting uh, the, live there you know their conference which is awesome like they they give me a booth and we go in as Gallup and we we recruit while we're there so it blends in with my job it allows me to do it during the day when you know when at work because it's a recruiting event uh, for us in a lot of ways and uh, we get a lot of great material that works great for my blog talk about killing a couple birds with like one stone it's not only helps them but it helps me it's SEO for my site it's great information for you guys the listeners it helps us in a rec- from a recruiting standpoint. It's been a dynamite. See, I just need to talk on that,
1: right? It's social it, marketing. You know, um, I just went to their site and they actually have a call for speakers. Um, well, I thought I saw it. Uh, call for speakers button or session.
0: You'd think I'd be a shoe in wouldn't you? If I if I submitted, you know, uh, using using blog. It'll be a title like Using Blogging and Podcasting as a Social Marketing Engine for Future Growth. There's something like that, right? Maybe maybe the listeners can help me with a title.
1: Um, wow. I think that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I went through and I, I, I did find it. And there is tips and tricks. There's also best practices categories, emerging technologies categories. There you go. There you go.
0: So if they don't take it, it's okay. I'm still going to go there and podcast. But that's, a, that's, I think, a seminar that I'm going to build and then, and then submit to various conferences like South by Southwest. That would be a great one to do at South by Southwest. I've been trying to get. The other thing I'm thinking about doing is I've got, you know, with Gallup on the strengths coaching uh-huh. side, I've got a gal who, who focuses on millennials. And so she's going to be out here in two weeks. Gallup is doing a customer summit here in Omaha that I got invited to. Um, and uh, and we're going to meet for a co- we're going to do a coaches meetup before the conference even starts. But I'm going to talk to her about how do I add technology into her session and how do we do it together, right? Cool. So how can we get how could because she's speaking at South well she is you know, from South by Southwest.
1: Well, even this one allows you to present with others.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. an op-
1: there's an option here uh, right. to present with others. Yeah, and mo- most of them are allowing that now now yeah, is really figuring out when they are actually having it yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, went I, to their Twitter account and I didn't see it there either let me well
0: I tell you what in the post show I will uh, spend some time looking up I've got an email from them and uh, I will spend some time
1: if you're sponsoring then you're um um you're def- they definitely will probably have already sent you the dates um If we are sponsoring, I don't unfortunately get those emails.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe they're holding off at this point, just waiting until they get everything final. So we won't bore the listeners with that. With that, well, this will end the live part of the podcast. We are out here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out at theaverageguy.tv live. I'm in a little bit of a pickle because I haven't scheduled anything past tonight, (laughs) to be honest with you. Typically, I'm six or eight weeks out. And I'm gonna have to do some scrambling this week. But Michael, thank you for. I scheduled you way out in advance this time. We, I think we had you six or nine, six, eight, nine weeks ahead of time. This, this what
1: time. What happened was that I think it hit on a travel date. Um, it was weird because it hit. Um, I had a couple of weekends that was in a row, and so um, uh, I think it hit like you know the normal Thursday, Friday, Saturday type of things, and I just couldn't make it. So uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well no it's always good to have you back I enjoy our conversation I
1: love I love coming back
0: Yeah I enjoy our conversations okay I've got that email open hang out we'll talk about it in the post show We'll be back again even though I don't have a I don't have any idea who's coming on next week We will have a <laughs> podcast uh, next week I think and uh, if you're listening to this after the fact you really don't care so it doesn't matter anyways. We're out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern not 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. I've said that a million times. Not sure why I got it wrong that time. 9 Eastern, out at theaverageguy.tv live. All right, that'll do it for the live show. Thanks, everybody. Stay around for the post show. Good night. bye